ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. to swiftly sweep away any trace of their path. The party inadvertently trapped themselves in a forgotten ruin. In these damp and decrepit halls, they will discover Friend from Ooze. So, last time uh, you all exited Grackle, Stuck, and you um, went forth back into the Underdark, let's say. Kind of a, a a weird kind of return to normalcy, I would say, kind of for the party, because uh, even though where the listeners joined in was in Gracklestug, um, most of the time you all have been in the Underdark, um, kind of traveling around and largely running from the, the drow pursuers who are your former slavers and captors. Uh, you ran in there, uh, or out of Gracklestug, and went into the Underdark, and then I think we did a traveling session. What went on there, I guess? Like, what do you all remember that kind of went, like, uh, as you were traveling further before we got to the ruins? We, uh... We walked, I started trying to learn uh, Undercommon from oh, yeah, Farkas, yeah. and drove... Uh, called me, said some words that I didn't understand exactly. They said I should know, I think, if I remember that correctly. I don't he remember. He called you an inundated horse pussy. <laughs> he did, but it was like a loose translation because we didn't have that translate that word in common, really. Yeah, um, canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learned the word for rocks. Good. Uh, yeah, that's right, cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walked. What else did you guys do while walking? Found the fortress thingy. Yeah, fortress with like a tent there. We made soup. You made grackle stew. Grackle stew. Grackle stew was made, and one of the four aspects of our contract was fulfilled by um, the demon lord Gratz mm-hmm. when he sent Ilvara and her brood away again. Yeah, they were uh, hot on your trail, clearly waiting for you all to exit Gracklestug, as that would have been a political nightmare for them to go in there. And you actually did have an interaction with an dark elf in Gracklestug at one point that he said, I will throw them off you a little bit. So that's why they were not in, not present in Gracklestug, but um, still close behind you. And he did something to avert Ilvara. They got like robotic almost. What's that? Sorry. They got like robotic glazes over there. Or she got... She did. Yeah, yeah just she. She's definitely the leader of that group. It's kind of, without question, it's Elvara's operation. Also, uh, also very, very important note. Uh, Nico gave himself a really nice neck tattoo so, while walking. Yeah, that was huge. As you all were going <laughs> forward, um, Rumpa Dump is kind of leading the way right now because he's the one who really knows the direction of Never Like Grove. Again, not to keep on hitting this dead horse but you move in vague directions in the underdark kind of like you're spelunking in a cave exactly like you're spelunking in a cave uh rather than the actual trail and so as he's leading you there uh there was a rock fall and you all that's because the gin threw that thing at the because gin was trying to close off the path behind you all through a, a dagger at a stalactite and um you 
uh, were trapped in this tunnel, um, but the, another opening opened up into something that seemed like it was more created, more crafted, uh, meaning the rooms and stuff. And as you all were in there, it, it seems that Nico was working on something while they were walking along, and they tattooed a symbol of Gratz, which are it's a six hand, it's a six fingered hand mm-hmm. with a the sword. Right in the middle of it? Yeah, so I had a sword in the middle of it. Yeah, and the wave of snake. sorrow. Yeah, and the head tip of it was a snake head. Yeah, um, and claimed that Grazd is now the new, your new god, basically, yeah. right? I mean, god's maybe not the right word, but deity? That's right. Okay, yeah, so I call I call Grazd uh, the savior of the suborder Serpentes, and I say that the savior's blade will sever the scales. Is this another Shakespeare thing where you're doing just a lot of sibilance to show that the character's evil and snake-like? Yeah, I, yep. yeah, I'd say that. Yep. That feels kind of appropriate. Was that on purpose or just a lucky um, coincidence? Well, I mean, it's... I guess it's... It could be baked into your noodle. Yeah, I think it might just be baked into my noodle. Yeah, I think it's baked <laughs> into your point. noodle. I think, like, I noticed that, too, with... Um, with music or something, you'll do something, you know, like <laughs> yeah, just a move. Just, just it's like with you and Smags, like on drums, when people comment on his drumming and they're like, oh, is every Chicago drummer in your all circle all like Jimmy Chamberlain worshippers? And the answer's like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it sounds fucking dope and you can go fuck yourself. And they weren't critiquing. They were, they were just joking, but yeah, it's baked into your noodle. Okay. So yeah, that was a big moment. Um, everyone had to make madness checks. Uh, Worst of who who got hit twice by madness checks this time was uh, Dro. Um, and Dro, you uh, you've had a bad you had a bad last session in terms of your brain. Uh, it was bad bad day for my noodle. Yeah, bad day for your noodle. <laughs> um, your noodle got baked. <clears throat> yeah, it got a temporary one where I was mega aggressive and had to attack everything. Oh, you, you got a permanent one. An indefinite madness, which was nothing is more important than my goals or desires. Ooh. Not good. Not good. <laughs> That's pretty Not good, good for the table. Let's see if we can I like that. <laughs> Do we know what they are? Or we have no idea, right? No. Okay. That's the that's the bummer. And I mean, here's the thing, like I'm not gonna call you all out if you don't do it like every fucking time. It's just like what I think it is is like another dimension to your role playing. And like if it really crops up then we can we can do that. But I don't think like Kratz, you don't have to fucking go psycho because no, that one is brutal. I think there's a nice middle ground. I, we'll, yeah. we'll all find it. Agreed. Yeah. Well, what are the other madnesses? Just so I know them. We could start with Elliot. Oh, can we just four. can we we we'll go through them and we'll also maybe post them. Okay. Maybe that'd be a good idea of yeah. where we're all at in terms of going insane. I feel fine. I don't know about you all. I feel <laughs> good. <laughs> you don't have madness yet, though. I mean, okay. If I had to choose a character, he's exploded his character. I mean, my two char- my two character <laughs> and melted. Most of my characters have died. Um, my two characters that I see myself through right now are Jim Jar and Fargus, and I haven't been rolling on the table because I don't want to like take up the spotlight. But I will like I think you all saw it with Jim Jar last time. I think he's starting to lose his grasp a little bit, um, and I think that Fargus has been losing it for a minute. If you haven't been able to tell. So I'm just going to role play that rather than uh, declare all that bullshit. If that's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what are our madnesses right now? Uh, Jin, uh, number one, obviously, is, uh, has multiple personalities or schizophrenic, one of the two. Uh, started with that one. Sorry, i got to look at this and read it. I also have, I must bend the truth, exaggerate, or outright lie to be interesting to other people. I can't let 
anyone touch anything that belongs to me, they might take it away from me. And Jen also has, I can't take anything seriously. The more serious it is, the funnier I find it. <laughs> That's right. That last one's amazing. I forgot about that one. The more serious it is, the funnier you find it. Mm-hmm. I can't take things seriously, and serious things I find really funny. Um, what are some other madnesses? I have two. The one I mentioned about desires and wants, and I also have uh, similar as Elliot. Don't touch my stuff. You might take it. Mm, great. Yeah, not those, are, those are fun ones. already a dick of a character. <laughs> I also have that one as well. Oh. All three of us oh. have <laughs> All three of us <laughs> have Don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my fucking stuff. Otherwise, we'll be angry. And you have the drunk one, too. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then I have, yeah. Was uh, it temporary or was that? Uh, indefinite is the drinking one. To be sane, he must be drunk, right? So when I'm sane, I respect the order of the standard wanty of my past. And when, uh, when I'm sober, I want the rise and overthrowing of all wanty as the pureblood master race. Okay, setting the scene. Uh, you all are currently in a, um, clearly hewn rock uh, area. It's hard to say what it is right now because you're coming here directly from a tremor caused by um, Jin, and that opened up this sort of like eggs or this entrance that normally wouldn't be there. And so you all aren't really sure where you're at. However, you are inside this sort of like crafted place. You can tell that it has been built in, uh, in some way. Okay. You are currently f- following this gelatinous cube named Globagul, who you all realized can talk. Um, and he said that he has only kind of become to uh, sentience in the last couple of days. So he's not necessarily um, totally there. Uh, and also, rem- reminder, he has like a body floating around in him with some of the equipment. I don't know if you all have explored that too closely yet, but he does have a bunch of stuff like some weapons. Uh, floating around inside of him and some other little trinkets and you all want to check that I'll explain it then um, and he's going further down this tunnel and you all are following him I assume yes. being as he is big enough to cover the size of that tunnel okay everything is actually not as black and obsidian as it has been in the underdark this is actually like a lighter shade of gray wow big difference there right quite nice um, but you can tell it's definitely made. I struggle not to say like man-made because I don't know who made it, but it is, for all intents and purposes, built. Um, and yeah, you are currently following the uh, gelatinous cube down the hall, Lava Ghoul. He's like, this white burglar led to the temple. And he goes through the hallway, and as he gets to the end of the hallway, there is a larger room, again, square. It's going to be about... Uh, 20 feet by 25 feet in terms of width and length. Um, And you can see that there are rocks in each of the corners, or three of the corners. And there is an entrance up to your, or sorry, an exit up to your right, another hallway that goes in the right corner. Dre will just do a quick quick, uh, peek of the ceiling and see if there's any other kind of misty things or something that we've encountered in the first two rooms. Yeah, you uh, you look up at the ceiling, and the ceiling is pretty tall, um, at least 20 feet, but uh, you don't see anything creeping up there right now. You have really good dark vision, so you would be able to tell. So, no, uh, there is nothing up there seemingly to you right now. And you all walk into this room, and again, it's musty, 
moldy, stinky, shitty smelling. Um, meaning that it just kind of smells... If, if something's been wet for a while, there's 0% chance it smells good. This room is wet. Uh, I look at her, I'll be like, Gabba, Gabba ghoul. Gabba ghoul. Globble ghoul. Globble ghoul. Is, uh, is, is this the way you came from when you were birthed recently? What do you mean, came from? Well, did I you... was not, and now I am. Cool. Did you just appear in that room we just found you in then? Or did you travel down this hallway? I've never moved until I met you. Well, I've never talked to a gelatinous cube until I met you. I've never talked until I met you. <laughs> I think we're going to be great friends. Fargus uh, takes umbrage from you saying that. He goes, huh. you just hear a, a huh. and you, it, if you listen really carefully, uh, Rastos, roll a perception check. Oof, I think that's a 17. Okay, you hear the tiniest little break you've ever heard. Just like a little cracker breaking. It's his heart. <laughs> I, I I look around the room and I go, Hey, uh, oh, oh my God, I'm forgetting your name for a second. My oh brain. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the madness is the in first here. Thing you said. Is it the first thing you said? Did it hurt me or not? No, 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 not to Farkas. I'm, look, I'm looking at Jin, actually. Oh, God, uh, that's a PC, dude. He's mm-hmm. sitting across from you. I... Uh, uh, Jin, uh, uh, listen, could you... And then I look at Farkas as I say this, and I go, with a slight smirk on my face, going, do you think you could go check up around those cars up there? Jin, Jin does not know what the car is. Well, my friend told me what those mean in uh, Undercommon. We'll use that 17 check. You hear, you heard a, you hear a, a, a cracker coming back together, a cracker being broken in reverse. That's the that's the effect you hear, and maybe a little rainbow sound, a little kind of sound of a of a mended heart. And Fargus breathes a deep sigh of relief. <sighs> Good God. Fargus, Ginjar, King Carlos. Now there's gelatinous cube. Rastos, you got all the friends in the world. Well, we're fighting an army of drow, so gotta take what you can get. You're fighting an army of drow? Well, they're more trying to find us. Oh, I have one of them inside of me. <laughs> Upon when you, when, uh, so those at home, Kratz, uh, Dro looked at me with kind of like surprise and disdain, maybe. So with that reaction, you can tell that it's definitely looking at the physiology and like definitely from like the clothes that like a little bit of the cloth that remains that has not been dissolved by the acidic nature of Globagool, uh, you can tell that it definitely, definitely is a drow, a uh, drow male. Can I just take a peek at the gear? Does it look like it's high quality gear that's in there? So most of it is totally fucked, but there are a lot of coins floating around in there and these are shinier coins. And then there is a mace floating around inside of him as well. Mark that in my mind's eye. He's he's gonna notice you marking him. He's like, I'm sorry. Is that offensive? Not at all. Do you what? Was he your friend? Did you know this man? <laughs> <laughs> Chances are very slim. Okay. <laughs> Do you want him? 
yes. Do you promise not to shoot me with another arrow? Yes. He's just gonna, like, you just start to see the gelatinous cube kind of like, can you imagine a waterfall going in on itself a little bit? Like, it just all of the outside of the goo comes in and moves upwards and then just sort of, like, shifts it out and just sort of expunges the everything that was inside of him besides the eyeball, the two eyeballs that are floating around uh, inside of Globigol, one of which is way bigger. And you get the, the skeleton, and then there's a, a mace right there, and then there is actually 20... Let's see what this says does the body look like neo in the matrix when it comes out of there when he's <laughs> yeah. awoken it's a skeleton <laughs> well i thought it was part you could oh it's just wearing clothes okay yeah it definitely doesn't look like a person like some uh, skin is there any skin no there? no just no gone. that's why i said skeleton okay i didn't say like mostly dissolved corpse mostly dissolved i'll scoop up those coins and I like this friend of yours, Rastos. He's quite agreeable. And give a kind of a quick glance at Fargus. So, as you pick up those coins, you notice these are 14 Electrum pieces. Excellent. Yes, quite. You're gonna share those. Just put them in my put them in my coin pouch without answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the mace, uh, you notice, it just seems to sort of flicker a little bit with a, a green flame around it a little bit. Joe's not interested in something like that, and it's too heavy, so he's going to leave that on the ground without touching it. Okay. It's just sort of flickering in and out like a bad, like, uh, like VCR movie. Just like that green flame just kind of like there, just sort of like struggling. Hey, uh, Nico, I've seen some... Crazy green things come out of your hands. Does this look familiar to you? This energy. Well, I could take a look at it, I think. Uh, yeah, go ahead and, um... You can probably tell what this is, right? Um... What's your arcana at? Arcana is... Uh, plus seven. Oh, yeah, okay. Don't even roll. Um, so... You can tell this is just a a normal mace that has been like cursed basically where it has a green flame constantly on it if you were to use it an action to bring forth the green flame that is with lives within the mace it will do an extra one point of fire damage so it is technically a magical weapon well if you want to carry it uh you know we could maybe sell it oh hey uh my friend, and I turn around to Farkas. Yeah, 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 yes, Mr. Rossus, yes, yes. Thank, thank, by the way, Mr. Rossus, thank you. Do you have any, how do you say a rope in undergarment? How do you say what? A rope. Rope? Yes, do you have any? Rope? Yes. Do I have any? Oh, yes. Uh, well, let me check my back and see if I have any. And you also ask how you said that. And the way that you say rope in undercommon is varo. Yes, I'm... Friend, could you spare me some varo? Uh, if you could do me a favor, really extend that A sound a little bit more, and then put that heavy emphasis, that stress on the first syllable, not on the second one. Really let that drop into the liquid that is the L. It's the R. I know it's also liquid. And then remove that vowel. Varo. Syllable. Okay. Um, here's the rope. I do have some rope, and he gives you 50 feet of rope. Excellent. And I'll start tying it so I can throw it on my back like a... 
like a guitar. The mace? Yeah. Okay. Just so I can have it on my back. Okay. So I don't have to carry it. Cool. That's what I do. I'll cut off some of the rope and then give it back to him. Hold you on have to a, this. a a weirdly gro- glowing green mace uh, tied to your back. That's fine. Just Two fire weapons now. That's cool. Hopefully, I can double wield them. Oh, I don't see why not. I mean, it's a great axe, but your strength is insane, right? Is that? I don't know if that's. Man, whatever. It's a two-handed weapon, probably not. But who fuck cares? Yeah, one looks cooler for that the mental image. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that out later. We'll we'll try it. We'll think about it. We'll pray about it. I'm, I'm going to go get the pizza out pizza! of the oven before I burn it all. Okay. Uh, so you have that tied to your back. And again, you all are in this room where there are three corners dominated by different rock formations um, against the, this gray tile that has been hewn. I like that word. Uh, and then there is the, the, let's call it like the north, um, the northeast would be the exit of this room. But otherwise, there's nothing else here. Frostos is talking to Legit Gelatinous Cube. I'll just go uh, to the southeast corner of the room and kind of kick around that rock formation and see if anything's hiding underneath it. Yeah, you kick it around and uh, nothing's hiding hiding beneath that. Just get going. You want to put your new friend in front of all of us? All right, Farkas, get up there. Mr. Ossos, you want you want me to lead the way? No, no. Let's have the baby go first and light our way. Uh, could you give me actually a little bit of the a light orb and I'll lead up with him? Just hold out my hand and four radiant globules of light pop out and they start circling around Rastos like a halo. I feel like he should be in the back, probably. The big cube, just to soak up anything, block anything coming down our way. Do you want the cube in the back? What thing? It should be in the front. Okay. Hard to shoot through and see stuff. I mean, I don't care if he dies, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you want this group to be a traveling carnival. You're picking up allies <laughs> left and right, man. Just TJ's magical fucking freak show. Hey, put Fargus in front of him. I want to trim the fat, man. Hey, hey. Uh, ghoul lets us. It looks like you can only go up front. Uh, you want me to follow behind you or in front of you? I don't know where I'm going. Uh, I've never been here before, but uh, I think I've been here my whole life. That makes sense. I'll, uh, it is the abyss. I will just, uh, I'll lead the front. With, uh, maybe Jin, if you want to help me. That's not the abyss. That I know. <laughs> Jin does not think it's the abyss either. It's, if it was the abyss, you'd be dead. Down, I know that. I've been alive for maybe a couple hours. But I will go up front with Rastos. Jin finds this, uh, you know, whatever. Okay, let's go. Okay, so marching order is going to be uh, Jin. Mm-hmm. Jin will take the lead this time. Mm-hmm. And then Rastos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Globigul. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to shrink him down to size a little bit just so he's he can, again, kind of mold into the shape of the hallway, which you all are going down. And everyone else will kind of fall in line there. Who's in the back? Dro. Okay, Dro. 
as you all are leaving this room, Dro, you look at one of those gray rocks and you notice it looks oilier than the other ones. Just with your passive perception. And you sort of look at some of the other rocks in the room and you notice that some of them are oilier. However, the one that you did check on, not so oily. Walk up to the oily rock and go to touch it with my foot and kick it around, pull back, and then kind of pull out one of my daggers. Okay, you don't pull back, because the second that happens, a pseudopod comes out and starts to grab your leg, and it is a gray ooze, and it good. just shoots out, good, and good. Like, right as you come forward, it kind of wraps around you. Ah. Um, y'all are getting the theme of this place, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of fucking oozes. They're nice. It's a bunch of fucking gross oozes. It's just... It's just oozes. It's this place. Ah, fuck. Uh, yes, you, you are uh, right there. Uh, the rest of you all can, if you want to turn around and help out, you can. We're not going to roll initiative because I don't think we need to. But um, I'm going to roll attack roll on you really quickly, Mr. Uh, Dro. Dro, 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 Dro. Oh, there it is. Does 12 hit you? Miss. Oh, okay. Well, then it, it, it grabs you, but you actually hop back really quickly. And you said you go forward with the dagger. I was going to, so yeah, I got the dagger in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck! Yeah, Seven! Yeah. <laughs> um, you go forward with a dagger. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. This thing doesn't dissolve. It does. It does. <laughs> 20 to hit. I'm dirty. not going to bury the lead. It does. You hit it. Seven damage. Okay. That's a decent amount of damage to it. However, as you do it, you start to hear a... Because your dagger is starting to dissolve. It corrodes metal. Ah, just let it go. Let go. Y'all, of the y'all attach to any weapons? Huh? Y'all like your shit? Yes. Y'all like your stuff? Yeah. I'm up in the front. You think you have cool fucking gear? Uh, I'm taking really it from you. Gear. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, so it is going to be at a negative one in terms of its. Uh, if you can mark that down on that dagger, I don't know if you care about that. I, dagger. I, uh,. Removed it from my inventory. I left. I like let go of the hill. Oh. Ah, fuck. Okay, then, then right in front of your eyes, it just starts to fucking dissolve. Uh, do you all want to roll initiative or not? Uh, it's up to you all. It's Ad Time. Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! I would hammer off a couple arrows, but it's a it's one gray ooze with fucking with Dro. Yeah, I mean, if I'm I'm right by him, so I'm imagining I'd just cast something immediately if I saw. What do you cast? Go ahead. Uh, probably move up and cast Poison Spray at it. Okay. Fucking ooze. I think it's a save, actually. Right? It's a save. You're gonna make me save with a gray ooze, dude? Come on, man. (laughs) Alright, I'll just cast Chill No, you got it. I got it. I got it. it. Uh, I rolled a 16 on con. Okay. 16? That passes, so it doesn't do anything. Anything at all? Nope. Okay. Cantrip. Cantrip. Nothing. God damn. All right. Uh, we can just go through the group then. Uh, Rostos, do you want to do anything? You're kind of up front. And there's a cube uh, blocking There's a Delinus cube blocking yeah. you. Jin as well. Ooh, interesting situation. 
You're all gonna lose two characters to a gray ooze. Shit. Jin, uh, Jin, uh, Jin just kind of looks behind when uh, uh, when Dro yells and just just laughs a little bit to yourself, just, uh, and just keeps walking forward. Wait, can you give that laugh again? Huh? It's a pretty good laugh. And then she just she just laughs and just a little bit and just starts walking forward. It's not gonna pay attention. Jim Jar is gonna like kind of he's he's really fucked up from everything that's been happening to the party and very disappointed in the way that this is all gone. Even though he's a uh, uh, a classic degenerate. I mean, if you're a gambler, I'm not calling you a degenerate, but we're gonna call Jim Jar a degenerate. Um, he's gonna wipe the tears from his eyes. He's gonna be like, I, I just don't want you all to die. I just don't want you all to die. And then he's gonna shoot his hand crossbow at it, and it hits it, but the arrow just dissolves immediately into it, and it only does one damage. So, I mean, it's not doing much, and it's crawling a little bit f- more forward. Uh, it's going, let's give it to uh, the Grey Ooze again, right? I think that's about right. Grayus is going to use a pseudopod again on Dro because you're a PC and I want you to die. Uh, does an 18 hit you? It does. Okay, so it hits you for seven bludgeoning damage, four acid damage, and if you are wearing non-magical metal armor, the armor is partially corroded, and it takes a permanent cumulative minus one penalty to AC. You said it has to be metal. Yeah, so are you you're wearing leather. leathers? Oh, lucky you, lucky you. But uh, eleven damage total. Okay. Hmm. Heard. Any studs on there just melted away though. Yeah. Have you had a cool chain? You seem like a chain guy. Remember chains? <laughs> yeah, I have one actually from my belt to my pocket to my other pocket. <laughs> yeah, and then back to my belt. That's gone now. Yeah. If you just see that, just corrode. Yeah, absolutely. Your wallet chain is gone. A coin purse chain. Uh, go ahead. It's your turn. Fuck. Back up a little bit and rattle off an arrow or two. Uh, go for it. AC eight. Ten, da- ten to hit. That hits. Four damage. <laughs> but arrow ooh. dissolves did in. You, did if you I get sneakies, if somebody's close to it. Oh yeah, you got it. Uh, nine damage total. Okay. And then technically I would get dread ambush, so I'd be able to attack again. And two to hit with ten damage total. Describe your kill. He doesn't look heroic. He looks kind of like, fuck, get this thing off of me, and just is running backwards as he unloads two arrows. Kind of looks shoddy and doesn't look great. Yeah, you just shoot enough arrows where this thing just sort of like eventually starts to dissipate on the floor. It just sort of just like, it just can't hold itself together. It can't coalesce around around itself, and it just sort of like sinks in. I don't like this place. I imagine we're just walking, and like behind us it looks like frosted windshield we just see like shapes moving have yeah. no idea what's happening yeah so Jin and, and Rostos you all are are behind like you're in front of the gelatinous cube Glavagul and um so you're looking through it and it is just there's like teal like very blurry uh like windshield that you're looking through almost um and so you aren't I, I don't think you can quite see what's going on you can see definitely that Dro is moving around but what's happening I'm not really sure uh that you all know and I think you can hear it a little bit, but although even the sounds passing through that sort of liquid, it's going to be kind of difficult. So, yeah, you all are un- unsure of that. But we are out of combat. Grey Ooze is dead. Kind of put my boot on it and rub it in like jelly. 
You do that and your boot sizzles just a little bit. Why am I so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> and now you have one boot that's slightly, your heel is just slightly more worn. Now that, every step be, I take, I yeah, kind of go down. And yeah, it's not, it's not a mechanic thing. It's just annoying. Have you had boots like that? Like where one heel like goes a little bit faster? No? Okay. This isn't Charles Dickens times. Please, sir. We're not, no, and it's not even a Dickensian thing. Have you worn boots before? Have you worn shoes before that wear out weirdly? No, never. You've never had... <laughs> the one shoe is noticeably, has less of a, yeah, a sole you, than you, the Have you ever gotten a hole in one shoe and not the other? Yes. Okay, okay. that's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> And, and you immediately assume that my life experiences are based off of like fucking Oliver Twist bullshit. That I'm pit from Great Expectations. Yeah, yeah. You do you got, you got, they had to get their shoes resold all the times back then. All the time back then. Oh, resold. I got you. Yeah, I see. Yeah, back when a cobbler was an actual job. Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cobbler would be a dope job. Sure. Moving along. Could I attempt to scoop up some gray ooze in a vial? Totally. Alright. Get a little gray ooze in Do you have vials? Mm-hmm. I have five. Yeah. Uh you scrape up a little bit of gray ooze. Uh do you want to investigate or look at it or something? Uh probably later. Not, okay. not at the moment. Yeah, you scoop up enough in the vial. Um and it's just sort of like you can tell that it is uh separating and, and dissipating from it. It's it's less uh coalesced than it was before. Absolutely, you got that. Knock an arrow and start walking forward, kind of lopsided in my head, like fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, you all, are you moving further down the tunnel? Now that you're in the front, yeah. I'll uh, describe it is just a straight fucking hallway all the way down. We're looking at about, I think it's going to be about 50 feet down. So, Jin, I think you can see near the end of that mm-hmm. where it's just going to be a harsh. 90 degree right angle turn and that's the only place to go Jin just keeps following the hallway not gonna peek around the corner just nonchalantly does not seem to care about what's happening interesting okay well if it's a serious situation they have to take it not so seriously I don't take anything seriously yeah you guys are fucked your rogue is now unaware of (laughs) This looks pretty good. Uh, there's no traps you are seeing, then. It, you're quite adept at this. Yeah, Jenna's checking everything for all the traps, all the time. That's, That's cool. You're cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you go up to that. You do make it through that hallway. Totally fine. Nothing is happening. Uh, you go up to the right-hand turn, and you have a lot of options now. As you walk into this room... Again, same sort of lighter gray hewn stone for the most part, especially with the floors and the walls, um, to the, your, what would be your um, left. And there are four doorways to your left that are, there's not a door on them, but there are pathways, right? And they are hallways or tunnels that lead seemingly in the same direction, right? And then on your right, it seems like that tremor that you caused earlier, Jin has opened up another hole to your right. Rastos, look at that. I, oh, look at this. Jin made a hole with her mind. Uh, you did this here. Yes, Jin did this. 
just now? Yes, I came into the room and Jin was like, ah. Wow, I didn't even hear anything. Because Jin is very sneaky. Wow, I've heard of rogues and their dexterity and that they are the silent killers. I didn't know they were the, the si- silent killer. Silent tunnel makers. This is all. Anyways, excellent. where's the little mushroom? We need them for the directions. Let's move up so that uh, Gabagool can get in here. Yeah, Gabagool's like just shoving his way down through the hallway, perfectly fit, just like nothing can get by him. Just. I mean, you have a party member who is a gelatinous cube, and you all know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Or, no, you know what a gelatinous <laughs> cube is like. Uh, um, and so he kind of pops out, and eventually he's in the more open area. Uh, there's just like a little. And he is in the room that you all are in, and he's kind of standing up in his whole cube-like uh, glory. Um, and then behind that, you're going to see Rump Dump come up, and he's going to say, uh, "Sorry, I, I, someone, someone said, someone said my name. Someone said uh, my name." Uh, yes, Jen wants to know Rump Dump where we have to go next. No clue. Uh, that's Jen figured that we're off the, the case. Hmm. Well. We could go down these hallways, which uh, I must say look very enticing. Or this tunnel you apparently made just now. What would you like to do? Jin votes for the tunnel. Uh, uh, Okay, I guess we're leaving all this. uh. There is uh, water leaking in from the corners of this room. Um, in different areas, but it does not have that oily look that you saw earlier, uh, Drew. So, for all intents and purposes, it seems safe. Jin, you can walk down that tunnel. Uh, Jin will just pause for a moment and wait for everyone else to catch up. And Jin, as you go down that tunnel, um, you notice that this is no longer hewn stone. That this was created by whatever catastrophe happened that you caused, right? From the stalactite falling down. Mm. And as you go forward, you just hear sounds of rushing water. And you go in there and you see exactly what you see. is a pool of water that is filling up. Again, it's not man-made. And it is just a complete cavern that seems to have been opened up. And you see from the cavern walls, there's just water pulling in especially in this direction right here, which would be to your east, I suppose, to your right. Um, you just see water pouring in from there, slowly, but it is rising. Everybody, Jin, found some water. I don't think that we can drink it, but it's slowly rising and it's probably going to flood. It's not quite flooding yet, but Jin, you could absolutely tell what you just said, yes. All right, we have decisions. Uh, what, hey, Jin, what's at the top of the, is there an opening at the top up there? Is there an opening at the top up there? Uh, so you look at the top of it and you can see that there is, ooh, you're gonna have to roll a perception, it's a ways up there. Uh, 14. Okay, so you could see, you have dark vision, correct? Yes. Yeah, you could see that there is a tinier opening, however, it is far enough away you're not really sure what that opening exactly is. But it does seem that there is a gap. I'm wondering if, like, we could ride the 
the wave up that's overfilling and then get in there? Is that going to be hours long? Uh, I mean, as of now, if you just let it go the way it's going, it would be hours okay. for sure. However, like as Jen is looking at it, there are like it's bursting through loose rocks already. You could loosen up other rocks. Uh, Jin, that's not a hard thing to tell. It's like looking at like a dam bursting. You're like, mm hmm, hmm. It's like, what's that? What's the noise you contemplate? Like the X Files thing where someone's like <laughs> contemplating like a math problem. Like you could solve this one pretty fucking easily. Listen, we found a lot of temples down here, and uh, well, I found my beautiful Flamenzonga from one such temple. Uh, perhaps there's something down here for each of you. Maybe we should explore here before it's lost to time and water. Whatever. Well, I'm just saying let's explore, then rock these walls and ride the waves up. We'll have time to prepare. We can affix stool to uh, Nico's back and Nico can sit on my back then. You'll have to say goodbye to your new friend. He's coming with. You think? I'll look up. Uh, I'll make my way to the edge of the water. Um, does water look clean or is it all dirty and gross? Uh, it looks like water from a cave. So like uh, clean-ish. Not fucking Mississippi mud. But it's not. I mean you see particles in there and shit. So. And then the opening that we see at the at the top of this cavern. Um, actually, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start taking off my armor. Oh, my clothes. Okay. You start to doth your armor. Well, while you do that, do you want to? And I'll start pulling out water skins and like the piece of fabric I ripped off and be like, do you want to start filling these up so we, we at least have water? I'm gonna go climb and take a look at that hole and see where it leads. You think it might be an exit, it might not be. All right. But I think you're right. I, I think we should check out the rest of this place too. All right then, uh, let us know. Yeah, I'll be a minute. You know, go do your thing if you want to. Um, do the sides of this cavern uh, have any footholds or handholds that yeah. you could? So again, it's like, because it was not hewn, it was created by the the tremor it's definitely like you have a, a, a scalable wall it's gonna be definitely a check uh, to see if you can climb up it but it's it's capable it's not like you're looking at like a flat building wall or anything the other walls that you've seen before in this area definitely not climbable this one rocks are jagged in all different directions so yeah Joel yeah. just fold up his leathers and boots and put his weapons and his quiver on top and kind of start uh, making his way to climb, and if he ever gets loose footing, he's just gonna push off the wall and just fall into the water. I, I should say, Dro, I, I forgot that you're from the Underdark. You would look at this water, and you would see it as, like, standard-ass water for the Underdark. Totally. Right? Like, the rest of you all might, like, not really know what that would look like. It might be a little bit more, you know, mineral-heavy or just different color than you're used to. Dro, however, this looks like standard uh, water. It's kind of a little bit why he's more relaxed because it's been a long time since we've washed and mm. uh, water might feel good. So he's, he's going to climb up and see the hole first, see if he can get up there and afterwards just plop into the water. Okay, as you plop into the water, 
everything again goes black to you. And you plop in the water and you can't help but feel... You jump in because you're like, I haven't had a good bath in a while. Your vanity takes over. You start to think about an individual. What individual is that? Is it, I guess my question is, does Dro think of the tourist or does Dro think of Gratz? I'm, I think that's a really important question. Gratz. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you jump in, everything goes black. You see the same reflection you saw last time of you. Every movement you make in the mirror is grasped making that same movement. You you jump in the water and you know your hair goes upward and you're you're sort of like just like wiping the soot and whatever like stuff off your arms and you open your eyes underwater, which you're comfortable with, and you see grads making the same motions. And he's just kind of cleaning himself in exactly way. And then do you start to swim back up? I'll wait there for a moment and then eventually yes. He waits with you kick up to the surface. He kicks up with you. You come to the surface and the vision's gone and you're back to this room. Take a deep breath, look around at everyone else, then dive again. Okay. <laughs> you dive again. You go in and, and tell me, what are you What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Are you actively searching out grads? I'm thinking of the moment I put pen to paper and agreed to a deal with this entity mm. and the implications of what that means. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything. Grass has not appeared. Um, yeah, so you are now surfaced, and you are in this pool of water, and you are staring at the uh, um, sides of the cavern walls that you were planning on climbing up. I'm sure it's a little slicker now that I was in the water, but I'll just start making my way, start making a climb up to towards the opening to see where it leads. Go ahead and make an athletics check. 14. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to you and see where that goes. It's going to take you a minute. Cool. It's not quite where you need to be, but not bad enough to where you fail for sure because you can you know the Underdark well enough. And you're in your skivvies. You're light. You can do that shit. Uh, we go back to the other party, and you all have decided to... I just turned around, so I'm really feeling number three today. So be it. I pull out Flamenzunga. I will be like... We might have some work to do here, as I will ask her to turn on. Yeah, she turns on and she says, uh, "All right, well let's let's get to work." And then I start spinning it like a lacrosse stick, like a lacrosse player does, Perfect. and I start going down the hallway looking for any sort of trickles of water, or if I can feel any uh, or see any holes on the wall. Yeah, there is a ceiling. lot of moisture in this hallway, like that you've noticed throughout this whole area um, with the the built um, hallways that you're in. Uh, go ahead and roll a, uh, a perception check to see if you see anything. A 14. All right. Not good enough. Everything looks standard. All right, I'll just walk to the uh, the end of the hall, sort of twirling the uh, Flamenzunga, ready yeah. for what comes up. You're walking through the hall. You're holding Flamenzunga. Uh, you're spinning like a lacrosse player. Uh, excited for the next move. I think I picture Rostos looking for an enemy, looking for something to attack, right? But r- what Rostos is not expecting is the floor to collapse from beneath them. And so as you put your tiny little hoof, I don't know if it's tiny, but I like, I don't know, you have hooves. 
So you put a hoof on the, a tile, it collapsed beneath you, and you can see that there is going to be complete darkness down below. Roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can hold on to the sides, because I'm sure that's your reaction. All right, and I have a uh, danger sense. I can mm-hmm. see this. So that's a 21. Cool. So you easily hold on to the sides. Flamazunga's still in hand. You just spread your little hooves in your hands, and you're just stuck right there. And you pull yourself back up. Which direction you want to go? Do you want to go to the west or to the east? I think I like I fell, and as I fell, I threw Flamazunga and grabbed onto the wall. Mm-hmm pull myself out, look at into this pit and see what's coming, then I'll uh, run and jump over the uh, the hole I just made. To the right or to the... To I'm going to go back towards Nico. To, to the party, okay. Yeah. So, so to, to the east. You look down in the hole and you see an undulating black purple substance that is rising mm, rapidly towards you. Not the quickest thing you've ever seen, but it is bubbling up your way and you pull yourself up and you rejoin the rest of the party and as you look back you see a black pseudopod put its pseudopod (laughs) up on the ledge and then pull its full form up and it is a black pudding and also just starts bubbling and creating this sort of like clapping noise as well from its own um, undulations and I I look at uh, Glabagool I'm like do you know what this is I've been alive for like a day or two. All right, yes, the the baby. uh, All right, get ready. I don't know what this could possibly be. Glavagul's going to say, let's go, team. (laughs) Uh, Let's roll for initiative. DM, do you you want me to roll as well? Kind of putzing around in the other room? I think everyone should roll. Okay. Okay, so as the action begins, you see a black pudding crawl out of the pit, Rostos, that you cracked open from the third tunnel down. Um, however, we are going to begin the turn order with Dro. You are currently climbing up the uh, the weird sort of like tunnel that was released from the tremors caused by Jin. Gonna keep climbing, real relaxed like. Pastor. Okay. Uh, you keep climbing up. It's gonna it's gonna take a minute to get to the top, but I would say by next turn you're gonna get to that uh, moment uh, or that little hole in the ceiling that you're that you're looking for. Uh, Rostos, you're up next. You are the closest to the black pudding. Uh. Okay. I have Flamenzunga, and I will look, hold it, and think to it like. All right, let's do this. As steam just starts billowing out of my nose and my eyes sort of uh, glaze over and then turn red and little fires erupt and we are now firing rage. Yeah, so you already lit it up the last turn. So she's already on fire, so you can go ahead and rage. You can go ahead and do whatever tacks you need to. Hey, do you want to guess the AC for this bad boy? Ten? Seven. Ooh, even lower. All right, I uh, I'm have flamin'. I'm not having a good time. I spin my my arm like a uh, a little kid winding up to throw a baseball really fast with the uh, axe, and then I will try. Oh, I thought you were gonna throw it. No, <laughs> no. Let's throw the sentient magic no, weapon no, no. at a black. I'm just running and up. And as I run, I'm gonna use a free action to look over my shoulder and be like, uh, "Jimja, manager, get the psychic one, since the psychic one's down the hall, and I will." And give my attacks. Okay, cool. 
Jim Jar's gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah, got, got it. That'll be for both of them. Okay, go ahead and roll. Both, both of those will hit. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, 13 and uh, 19 damage. Cool. So we're a new. That's a 42. 32? 32. Jesus Christ. Uh, so 32. Uh, cool. Uh, next up is Jin. What are you yelling about? start to leisurely walk back over into the room. Not taking the situation too seriously, as Jin is now want to do. She just, just looks around. What's, what's the pudding look like? Is it, is it like crawling towards us? Like uh... Yeah, sorry. I was, I was doing the damage uh, thing right there. Yeah, as you go up and strike it with your axe, um, you do slice through it and you do get it pretty good, um, and the fire definitely does some... Did you roll for your fire damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Your fire definitely does some extra damage to it. Um, however, like because you're slicing at it, you go forward with the, with the axe, and it does sort of coalesce around the axe for a second, but because it's A, on fire, and B, very magical, nothing happens to Flamenzogen at all. Um, and you go into it, and it it does pretty good damage to it. Uh, I don't want to tell you exactly what happens uh, in terms of the mechanics, but yeah, you, you got it pretty good. Cool. Jin will just tilt her head to the side where she, she's standing at the entrance of the tunnel and just manifest a psychic play and just hold the action to throw it at an enemy if there's an enemy somewhere. Okay, yeah. I think you can see all four of those corridors pretty easily, and if something pops up from there, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. You all do hear down other hallways, just like plopping and undulating from all the different hallways. It's not good. Uh, it is now Nico's turn. Uh, do I see anything popping up in that top hallway then? You don't see anything popping up, you hear it. Just hear it? Yes. Oh boy. Um, you have dark vision? <laughs> you have dark vision, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, same thing. Uh, if I were to move behind Rastos, would I have a clear shot at the pudding? Yes. Okay. Then I'll move kind of the small area that we have. Right there? Right there. Okay, so you move right behind Rastos? Yeah, and then I'll cast um, Searing Ray at it. Okay. Uh, I imagine Ross, you you kneel down probably to get beneath Ross's buff shoulders. Those things are <laughs> wide. I'll, I'll see him running by and I'll hug into, yeah. like, pull sideways. You suck in your tummy a and little do, bit. Do, do the Midwest, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, the Midwest oop, as he says, being someone from the Midwest. Uh, go ahead. All right, so I'll shoot three rays at it, all three hits, and that's 16 damage. Total? Mm, fire damage, yeah. All right. You light that fucker up, you shoot him a couple times, doo, 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 and uh, it doesn't, I mean, it, it looks like it hits, uh, but it's nothing insane uh, to... Uh, to the black pudding. Okay. Yep, that's all. Um, let's see. I think that's all I'll do. Yeah, that's all I'll do. All right. And next, the black pudding is going to start crawling very slowly forward. <laughs> uh, but it does make it up to Rostos. And Rostos, it is going to start putting itself around you um, as it comes up, as it's getting blasted by these different rays it's going to make. 
a pseudopod attack against you. Okay. And it's going to do a 26. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay, so it's going to do... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, 17. Yeah, that hits. 17 still hits? Okay, I was looking at the scorching ray. So the 17 doesn't hit you. I was like, what is this plus So the first part comes, and it hits you harder than you expect. Like, you've been hit by muscle before, right? Mm -hmm. This is, like, stronger muscle that you're used to because it just puts, like, pressure into it. The thing is, like, I've taken that before. I'm Rostos. I've been in fights before. What sucks is when it latches onto you, it does a lot. It starts to burn badly. You're going to take nine bludgeoning damage and 23 acid damage. Oh. Is that halved already? From raging? Yeah. Uh, no, that's not Okay, halved. okay. So 32 total, you can have that to 16, right? But are you wearing anything that is made of metal or no. wood? I have, a, I have a shield that has some wood and metal on. Okay, that start. You start to hear that. Start to burn up. You're gonna have hand axes. Um, javelin. Yep. A short so, sword. Because it has such a grip on you, that starts to burn. The rope that you have wrapped around your body starts to burn. Am I restricted then? You're and not. It just has it sort. Of, it's not wrapped. It's not pulling you or doing anything to your body. It's just hitting you really hard and burning you. So you're yeah. not restricted. Okay. Okay. Cool. So 16 damage total. Mm-hmm. And your shit is going to take a negative one to the corrosive. Flamenzunga is now negative one? No, Flamenzunga is magical. Okay. It's not magical. It's only wood or metal. Um, the rest of you are going to hear plopping coming up from all different corridors. Is anyone looking down the different corridors? Then you all do not see any. Some other black puddings coming up from the floor and it is going to be Globigul's turn. He's going to undulate where he's at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Do you see anything coming around us? No. Alright. Just squeeze into a, a hole or something. Okay. He's going to squeeze into the northernmost hole. Um, and it is going to be, let's see, Fargus and Jimjar's turn. Jimjar went down and he's going to yell to you, Jin. He's going to yell to also, uh, Dro, you would hear this. Uh, Jimjar's going to walk He's like, <laughs> all, right, all right, I know everyone's, in, everyone's insane. Things are coming. I don't, <sighs> Jin, we need you. Dro, where are you going? God damn it! He's it's not it's not looking good. It's not. Four buck pudding's a bad. bad. <laughs>